Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I tinkled. Oh, thank God for that. We you okay now? You've got the bladder of an 80-year-old woman. It's so bad. And I always have. Get on this the other day, right? Um, we've got like, a, I, I got like a little trampoline to try for the fact just to keep fit. And I can't go on it without needing a wee. You've not even had kids yet. I know. Well, I mean, it's not definite that that's happening, Pete, to be honest with you. Oh. Oh, it's not nothing to be sad about. I just don't know. Like, I've really learned in lockdown that I'm not very self-sufficient. And I think like having to be in charge of another human life might be rather difficult for someone as selfish as me. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a fair point. It's something I probably could have told you but didn't want to, just in case you had hopes and dreams of being a mum. You're a fucking liability, and I suggest you don't ever have anyone rely on you. Um, <laughs> I bought, I even bought plastic plants for my balcony because I didn't trust myself to keep real ones alive. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's really sad. Well, maybe we can we can oh. test we can test. Uh, you could maybe borrow one of the dogs for a weekend. <gasps> Not Peggy, she'll kill me. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Peggy, because I'm pretty sure I'd have a lawsuit or something that she'd probably get out of your house and fucking kill someone or something. <laughs> I'll take Eric any time. Yeah, you can take Eric. Yeah, 100%. I'll take Erkan. <laughs> that seems like a fair trade. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I'm joined by the wonderful Pete Wicks, who's just been a proper dream to have on, babe. You've been a real pleasure. Um, well, have some of your guests been really bad then, Vic? <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> um, I've had some lovely guests, but you are one of my favourites, <laughs> without a doubt. You little bastard. <laughs> Right, my podcast is obviously called Vicky Fires in the Secret 2. This week we are looking at learning to say no. Um, and I suppose you are probably the poster boy for saying yes, actually, if I'm honest. If any of our nights out are anything to go by. <laughs> yeah, it's, it always starts. Me and Vic, whenever we have a night out, so listen, let's just go for dinner and we'll have just like a glass of wine. Um, and it never ends up like that, does it? Nah, next Ever. thing you know, it's four days later. Four days later, I've lost a shoe and I'm in Barnsley. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And the only reason that we didn't fly to Timbuktu is because one of us forgot our passports. Or one of us is barred from the entire country. Or one of us is barred from the country, yeah. Yeah, saying, saying no is not my, not my forte. <laughs> Uh, when you think of Pete Wicks, when everybody thinks of Pete Wicks, they think tattoos, they think long hair, they think towie. But what they do, they think, they probably think French Bulldogs as well, actually, couldn't think of it. But I think what most people think, and it's got to be at least in the top three, is womanizer. Yeah. They think ladies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because... Um... <laughs> well, 
I think you get a lot of bad press, but actually I think you're a bit of a sweetheart. Don't get us wrong, you like the ladies, and I am coming from this from a biased perspective. You're my bestie, I'm not going to hang you out to dry. Um, but I do think you get a bit of a bad rep, Pete. Do you know what it is with me is I, I would like to get married and have kids and do all that sort of stuff, and I would like to be in a relationship and, and have all that sort of stuff, but what I've come to learn is that I'm not ready to do that but I try and force it sometimes with people that I know I shouldn't be with and then I end up then subconsciously no I'm not even going to make an excuse and say subconsciously consciously rebelling and being a twat um (laughs) and then at least he's honest and then uh, yeah and then I get myself in trouble and one of the biggest things for me is I don't like hurting people um so really if I was more honest about the fact that things weren't working I wouldn't get myself in some of the issues that I have previously been in I know and I understand that so much more than anyone like I'm so in love with the idea of love right and the happy ending and all of the rest of it that I have forced it with the wrong fellas time and time again and hats off to you Pete you've always been there to fucking pick up the pieces so I've got to thank you for that but I do get it like I stay with the wrong men because I don't want to hurt anybody or I don't want to give up on that idea of me fairy tale and all the rest of it. And I think to a certain extent, you are you are similar. Like you don't want to break up with these women who you know you're not interested or in or who you know things are wrong with because you don't want to hurt them. In the end, you end up hurting them in different ways. And it, yeah, and it puts you and, – and then you end up becoming a bad person, of you, a, a bad version of yourself. You're doing things that you know are wrong. And, and, and I've done a lot of things that I know are wrong, but I've still done them. And that does make you a bad person in some ways. Um, and, and I think one of my biggest problems is I don't I, I don't forgive myself for a lot of stuff. So, but, you know, you live and you learn. And I think as you get older, you you start understanding the mistakes you're making. And, and I think it's about when you do make a mistake, it's learning from it and, and trying not to do it again. But that's all that's, that's all you can hope for. Like, we are all human and we do all make mistakes. As long as you learn from them and grow and try not to repeat them again, like, it does mean it does mean you're a better person. And I don't think you're a bad one at all. Like, I just think you're human and you are too hard on yourself sometimes. I forgive you. I think you should forgive yourself, babe. I thought this was just like, just a happy-go-lucky podcast instead of a cancelling session. <laughs> Don't take the piss. No, I, no, I know, I know exactly what you mean, and you're 100 percent right. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's one of them things. And as I've got older, you know, I'm, I'm getting to a point now. I'll be 32. This, fuck me, I'll be 32 this year. Um, Stop it! I'm 33 this year, man. You've semi got your life together. Yeah, but we always think that, Pete. Like, let's have it right. How many times have we said that? Yeah, oh, how many, how many drunken conversations have we had? Our lives are a mess. <laughs> But yeah, I, and maybe I should start getting life together. But, but I, I just don't think I'm ready to do that properly. Well, then don't. Yeah. So until until that point, I think there's a there's a society pressure, isn't there, for people to to, to have things done by a certain age. And actually, when when you start realizing, no, do it in your own time. Everyone's life's different, and everyone is very very different. There's no certain age to do things by. There's no certain way of doing things. You know, you, you only get yeah. one life and, and, and it's about making the most of it the best you can. And everyone's is different. So fuck what you're supposed to do. Fuck what people tell you yeah. you're supposed to do. Do what you want to do. Do you. Be you. 
Yes, trust in your own timeline, have faith in your journey and do what feels right when it feels right. Yes, Pete, this is so motivational. I'm fired up. I want to burn me bra or something. Fucking yeah. Don't because you'll probably fall over them. You're knocking on a bit and they're starting to sag. <laughs> oh, Pete Wicks, ladies and gentlemen, my best friend. <laughs> right. They've got a bit deep there. I understand. Do you want to um, make fun of my tiny head? Yeah, we'll make fun of the tiny head, shall we? <laughs> yeah, tiny head stuff. We'll, we'll do tiny head stuff. Fabulous fun. Big microphone. Could have put on a bit of slack for me. It's quite early in the morning. <laughs> right back at you, Pete. Fucking hell, you're new spring chicken. I appreciate the sunglasses, but the rest of the dish, got to wash that hair. I've noticed in lockdown, um, I'm going really yeah. fucking grey. No, so am I, man. But you'll be one of those annoying pricks that suits it. I won't. I'm going to look like a really short Gandalf. Oh, I like Lord of the Rings. Thou shalt not pass! I've, I've never actually seen it, so... Oh, I thought that was just a weird outburst from you. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> Lord of the Rings Tourette's. No, that is Gandalf. <laughs> what do you struggle to say no to? Um, the main one, which I think you will probably know very, very well... Um, I like a drink. Of course you do. That's why I like you. Yeah, I like a drink. And saying no to a drink. I can't be one of them people who goes out and has a drink with dinner and then goes home. I, I, I can't say no to a drink. It's probably the hardest thing. And do you know what? Lockdown has actually been, I have, yeah, I mean, it's a struggle not to have a drink before 10 o'clock in the morning. But loads of people can relate to that as well. I think a lot yeah. of people have been like that through lockdown, haven't they? A lot of people have. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I enjoy having a drink. I, I, don't, I don't think it's like something I have like a, a problem with because I'm starting to sound like a, a, a drunk now. Um, <laughs> but um, but yes, yeah, saying no to having a drink is probably one of the hardest. <laughs> and I imagine lockdown has just made that ten times worse. Where there is a lack of things to do, and you know what it's like, and it'd be the same for you during lockdown, we're always so busy and always flying about doing different things, and every day you've got to be here, or you've got to do this, you've got to do that. When you have nothing to do, um, and you're forced to sort of sit at home, the weather's been nice, it's quite easy just to go, should I have a little drink? And then 10 hours later, when you've passed out on your sofa... Uh, you sort of yeah. think, probably shouldn't have had that much to drink, you know? <laughs> you wake up. <laughs> and you've got Peggy's tongue in your ear. <laughs> Peggy's tongue in my ear. Um, I've thrown up down myself. No, um, <laughs> not that bad. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, I think booze is probably my number one thing that I struggle to say no to because I love a night out and I love a drink, um, uh, regardless of, of what's going on. Um, so, yeah, that's probably my number one. And also, I struggle saying no to people. You're a people pleaser, aren't you? You're the same as me. Yeah, believe it. Yeah, I'm a people pleaser. So when someone says saying, yeah, of course yes. I do that, of course I do that. And then because I don't want them to feel like it's a problem, I will change my plans to fit around what they've asked me to do. Hang on a second. You're not, like, this isn't a dig at me, is it? Like, you were free this morning, yes. right? No, no, I mean, don't worry about it. It's, it's absolutely fine, you know. Um, I was supposed to have... <laughs> Uh, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Stop it. <laughs> I felt like that was a really subtle dig. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like you've completely ruined my day or anything, but, um, you know, I'm just going to have to put things back. But, uh, 
No, um, no, it's saying it's, it's, it's saying no to people because I, I like other people. I, I like other people being happy. So saying no to someone, I find really, really difficult. Me too. I find saying no hard as well. And I will make my life harder or my day more complex in order to keep someone else happy. Yeah, I'm which the is a really nice trait to have. But also, then, do you ever get this? So, so, so you'll do that, and then secretly you have um, you're pissed off at the person. <laughs> <laughs> you're low-key resentful of them even though they've done nothing you could have said no it's yourself you're mad at but every time you say them from that point on you're like this fuck fucked my day you're so angry at them right <laughs> it, it's, honestly and you've done it to yourself you basically pissed yourself off so you've gone yeah yeah of course i'll do that it's, it's not a problem it's not a problem at all then you do it and the next time you see him you think well you fucking ruined my day you bitch um <laughs> And they've got no idea. They've got no idea because they thought it was all happy days. You just went, yeah, of course I'll do it. We need to start being more honest, Pete. We need to start putting ourselves first, man. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um... I think the I think the problem with lockdown um, is that it's forced us to take a look at our lives and in particular shone a light on certain things that we just didn't notice were happening because we were moving so fast before. When you're racing through life a million miles an hour, working, like seeing your family, having an active social life, all of the rest of it, you haven't got time to dissect every small section of your life. So quite often, things that are happening, patterns that are forming, habits that are starting to take shape, they just go missed because you're moving so quick. But lockdown and its its slow pace, its quietness has forced us to take to take notice of the things that probably we didn't really like about ourselves and it's so scary sometimes like I cannot say no to food probably got many things that I should be saying no to like I love a drink as well but yeah I've noticed with lo- with lockdown it's because Erkan likes to eat as well like big Turkish family so honestly I could just sit in the house all day in lockdown and scram me tits off like the little piglet I am <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I know, I, I know exactly what you mean. I think everything, lockdown's amplified, um, in a way, it's, I don't know how to describe it, it's amplified yourself, in a way, because like you say, yeah. because because you are always running about, or you're doing things, or you, you don't take notice of your inner mood, your inner how you oh, feel yeah. about stuff. You kind of brush things under the carpet, or that's what I've always done. And actually having time to sit, not being around other people, not being able to see people, not being able to just being with yourself has been really, really beneficial in loads and loads of ways because I think it gives you a chance to evaluate your life, like you say. But in some ways, it's, it's quite scary because you start to notice things that you've never really noticed about yourself before. It makes per- makes perfect sense. Like, I think as well, we all struggle to be alone with our thoughts and the, the, to hold that mirror up 
to ourselves and see the things that we probably don't want to acknowledge. But lockdown has forced us to do that. And I think it takes a very brave person to say like, oh, well, hang on, like I, I do probably have some problems with saying no to a drink or saying no to a sausage roll, whatever your tipple is. Um, and I, I just wanted to commend you for being so honest, babe. Thank you. And I think it's one of them things as well, probably an unpopular opinion, but lockdown has been, um, it's been really hard for a lot of people because you can't see, you know, friends and family. And it's been, you know, I've really struggled with not seeing my man because it's, yeah, it's the longest I've ever not seen her for. Um, but in some ways, I think it's been a good thing. And I think if people, when, when people look back on this and, and, and things do go back to normal and you, and you can be around your friends and family, I think people's, the way people are will change for the better because I think it's given people a, a chance to, to, to take a look at themselves and maybe improve and better themselves as a person. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that will be no, that will be beneficial in the long run for an awful lot of people because you will start to feel grateful and you will start to appreciate the things that you took for granted before, like being able to go and see your friends, like being able to go and see your family, like enjoying life. And I think a lot of people get through life and, and, and get on with their lives not enjoying it because they're just so used to being in the routine of running about and doing whatever else and actually when that's taken away from you you can start to feel grateful for the things that you do have around you and and the people that you have around you and I think you know hopefully I I, I think it will be a really beneficial thing for everyone in the long run and it, you're right it is hard now and it is uncomfortable and it is uncertain and scary but there is no way anyone can not learn from this Everybody should be coming out of lockdown and taking with them something. They should be being, they should be changed as a person. Like, I don't want to go back to living my life a million miles an hour, saying yes to everybody for fear of upsetting them. But actually, all I'm really doing is upsetting myself. I want to take something from this and I want to learn. Um, and I just want to say as well, like, so about like the drink or the food, whatever it is you're using to get through lockdown. Um, whether it's like a couple of glasses of wine, whether it's like a couple of sausage rolls or a couple of pop tarts, whatever it is, like whatever your guilty pleasures are, like this is a hard time for everybody. Please don't beat yourself up about enjoying some of the things that you like. Like things are tough enough. Don't don't be critical of yourself when you're just when you're just enjoying a couple of home comforts. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. Before I let you go, Pete, I want to know. If you have any sort of secret to learning to say no, we know you struggle with it, but we also know you've done it before. I think, do you know Can what? Can you think of one? We, we sort of touched on it earlier on. It's, it's about, I think it's a lot, a, a, a lot of things, like anything in life actually, is educating yourself. I think if you start to realise, for example, like we're saying here, saying no, I struggle to, to say no to having a drink or saying no to people. And actually, like we were just saying there, that will have a detrimental effect on me. And when you start understanding the, 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 the detrimental side of what you're doing, the same as with the animals, why I gave up meat. I started to educate myself on that, and that's why I said no to that, is because you start finding something that you care about more. And I think it's bit, bit, you've got to go through that educating yourself and learning about yourself you'll never stop learning about yourself and I think once you you find something that you're passionate about or once you find a reason to say no 
that's yeah, when you do. If you're not looking for a reason to say no, then you won't say no. But if you're looking for a reason, and sometimes you do need to find that reason, and, and I think that's what it's about. It's, it's looking a little bit deeper than just saying yes or no. Why am I saying yes? Why am I saying no? Pros and cons, I'm saying no because I'm always a drunk. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying no because actually I don't really like her that much and I wish I'd never done her podcast. Oh, no. Um, deep, so deep. So You went and ruined it. That was so beautiful and insightful. I was nearly crying and then you just went and fucked it. <laughs> no, I, I, th- I, think, I think that's it. I think it's just educating yourself and actually taking a longer look at the reasons why you're doing things. And I think because everyone's so busy all the time when, when there isn't things like lockdown, you don't take the time to reflect. And I think reflection is what enables you to make better decisions. Pete, that was honestly, no jokes aside, so beautifully put, so eloquent and so insightful. I absolutely loved it. I'm going to take something away from today's podcast. You are really quite an insightful man. I'm a philosophical, I can't even say it, philosophical character. Easy for you to say, babe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost made that sound sound good then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, babe, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I've absolutely loved it. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I just want to say a huge thank you to my good friend and wonderful guest, Pete Wicks. Um, I know some of you listening to this won't have been that excited about Pete coming on. Sorry, Pete. Um, But I hope after listening to him chat with me, you've seen a little bit of what I see in him, I suppose. More often than not, he gets a bit of a bad rep and tarred with some sort of towie brush. But he is kind. He's always been there for me. God knows how many times he's seen us cry. (laughs) He's self-deprecating, honest, real, and quite thoughtful. So yeah, if this podcast has done one thing this week, I hope it's gave you some advice on learning to say no, but I really hope if you had a bad opinion of Pete, it's changed that as well, because he's great. <laughs> right guys, I'll stop now. The, f- the Pete Fan Club is over. <laughs> um, if you've enjoyed this week's podcast, there is other ones for you to listen to as well, so you might want to catch up on them. Um, if you have already been listening, you know the drill. Subscribe, listen, leave a review, tell your mates, tell everyone, do all the podcastings. And hopefully I'll see you next week. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.